2: and podcasts. Whatever you love,
1: hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn
2: app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michaels Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels.
3: Tuesday to you, the Bill Michaels Show. We are on the air, and we are glad you are with us. Thanks, as always, for taking a listen to us, and we certainly appreciate you being here, talking some Packers football, coming up here momentarily, this portion of the program, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Don't forget, we have the uh, the huddle coming up on Thursday night, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations, and if you don't get it, uh, go to the Radio.com app, or you can just go to BillMichaelsports.com and click on the Listen Live button, but that's coming up 6 to 8 this Thursday night, and that's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Let's
1: bring in Ryan Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Ward of the Green Bay
3: Press Gazette uh, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, and Ryan, a uh, little bit of a mini break for the Green Bay Packers as now they gear up for eight straight. So uh, I guess let's let's go back to the weekend. What did we learn this weekend? I thought to myself, uh, the the those that are at the top of the NFC, I don't think there's that much that really separates them from the elite to everybody else, and uh, it seems like it's a little more playing level playing field after watching some of the games this weekend. What would you take away?
0: Well, you learned, and I think we knew this, but you got a great example of how transitive property does not work in the NFL because the Packers go down to New Orleans in week three and it was a tight game for most of the way, but pretty handily beat, beat the Saints. And then a couple weeks later, they go to Tampa Bay and, and they, they get beat really bad in, in Tampa Bay. And then the Saints go to Tampa Bay and blow them off the field. It's just the way that this league works. There's so much parody and, it really does depend on who shows up on any given Sunday because anything can happen. As far as big picture, Bill, I, I'm with you. I think that this conference is wide open. I, I, I do, you know, I I picked the Seattle Seahawks in my preseason pick. If I had to make a pick through mid-season, that I'd, I'd probably stick with that. But that defense is terrible in Seattle, and Russell Wilson's really good. But how much can one guy carry? Everything Well, we've seen, I think, in, in years past, Aaron Rodgers tried to do that in Green Bay. The answer is that that doesn't usually work very well with a terrible defense and, and a great quarterback. So uh, it, it's wide open. The Packers are absolutely in the thick of it. It would be a shock to nobody if, if they ended up winning the NFC. They've got their own holes, too, but it seems like everyone in this conference
3: really has holes at some level. So uh, we were looking at last week the injury report, which was like uh, reading War and Peace when you looked at all the names that were on it for one reason or the other. Who are we expecting back this week against Jacksonville?
0: Yeah, you know, the two guys to keep an eye on are are David Bakhtiari and Kevin King. Both practiced yesterday. Kevin King was able to to run around and and do his DB individual drills uh, in the open portion of practice, which was, I think, really good to see considering he did have a setback with his quad injury. You know, it's been a few weeks since he's played. He hasn't played since week four against Atlanta. So um he could be nearing a return. Uh, David boxiari back out there. Um it, it sure seems like if if he's able to get through this week of practice, he's got a chance to play. And then the other the, the other player to keep an eye on would be Alan Lazard, who's still on IR, but this seems like the week that he's he's likely to get activated. He was back out doing receiver drills again and um, you know, it's it. it he, he's he's looked good when he's run, and and that's that's obviously good for a guy coming off that core muscle surgery. Uh, the COVID players, it, it's harder to, to kind of predict cause just because this is, it, it's it's so it's so unpredictable uh, when guys get off the COVID list. But Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin both practiced yesterday, even though they're still on COVID nineteen reserve. Um, so that was promising uh, to see them out there at practice.
3: Then you've got uh, the look at the offense, and you had talked about guys carrying teams. Defensively, the Packers have not been great. It was a little bit better performance on Thursday night against San Francisco. So, you know, offensively, you know, Matt Lafleur was kind of optimistic sounding, saying, you know, hey, I, I you know, we're going to continue to ratchet it up, try to get better, you know, maybe the best is yet to come. But defensively, how far away are they from really being a support? I don't say they have to be top five or anything like that, but how how far away are they from really, in your opinion, being really supportive of the offense and being that full team? You know, maybe
0: the most stunning thing about this defense is that they actually are 11th in the league in total defense. They're actually right outside the top 10 in total defense. Significant, I think they were 17th in total defense last year. They're giving up almost 10 yards fewer per game, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it adds up over 16 games. In terms of just being stingy, they're stingier than last year. Why, Why are they giving up way more points? They have no turnovers. They have six turnovers through eight games. Only two teams in the league have fewer takeaways through through, through this point in the season, and, and both of them have, have five. So basically, as as good as they were last year, twenty five takeaways, and, and, and really a big reason why why this was such a playmaking defense last year. As good as they were with that last year, that's been the opposite this year. At some point, you've got to think that a defense with so many playmakers, with the Smiths, with Kenny Clark on the outside, you know, Jair Alexander is obviously in concussion protocol, but he's one of the, he's an emerging corner in this league. Kevin King a very good cornerback himself, there's playmakers on this defense. At some point you expect it to start making more plays, and that's really what it boils down to. Um, There's nothing wrong with this defense that that more takeaways or, or some takeaways can't fix.
3: Have we seen now the, I don't want to say the last uh, but have we seen where Preston Smith uh, is now starting to come of age? He's starting to get a little bit better. He's He wanted to be used more in pass rush situations. I mean, is that something now that we're going to see more of? Obviously, there was some more success and a little more, uh, I guess, aggressiveness coming from Preston Smith this past Thursday night. Or, or, or do you see uh, kind of the same old, same old from here on out?
0: You know, we'll see. I don't know if we can make any grand statements off of what happened against the 49ers, considering it really wasn't the 49ers, right? I mean, it was the, the backup right. team for for the 49ers. But I don't think it's a coincidence that the two turnover plays that this Packers defense did produce was when Preston Smith hit the quarterback and caused the interception to Raven Green, and when Zadarius Smith hit the quarterback and had a, a sack-strip fumble, When the Smiths are getting after the quarterback, or really the pass rush in general, but on this defensive front, it is usually the Smiths, when they are getting after the quarterback, big plays happen. Pass rush and and, and turnover generation are synonymous. They're very closely correlated. Um, And and so when you have one, you usually have the other, and that's what you had Thursday night. If that continues, I do think you're going to see more big plays
3: talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. What, uh, if any, does Jacksonville challenge-wise, uh, you know, give to the Green Bay Packers coming up this Sunday?
0: Well, they shouldn't. I mean, let's just be real here. They they, they shouldn't. Right. Um, maybe the challenge is that they don't have the injuries that the 49ers had. But the reality is that, you know, they uh, they before, four days before that 49ers game, this Packers team played a very beat-up, at home, a very beat-up Vikings team. and should have won that game handily, and they lost. So, the challenge is, is just not repeating what you did against the Vikings. Beating a team that you should they, – they should annihilate the Jaguars team. That doesn't mean that they will, but they should. It should look much more like the 49ers game than it did the Vikings game. Now they just have to go out in the field and do that.
3: i uh, We had on earlier today, Andrew Brandt, we also had on running back Ryan Grant, and both said that the value of a running back – Although there have been some big contracts given out here in, recent, uh, in the recent years uh, to running backs, it's still not as lucrative as, as one might think. So where does Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams fall, do you think, as far as the priority list goes for the Green Bay Packers? do the Packers focus more on the third contract for, for David Bakhtiari, uh, trying to keep that offensive line intact, uh, trying to keep their secondary intact, or do you think they look at the value of the running back and say that, uh, well, we're going to have to step up in that particular area?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. It really is because it just seems like this offense is different when Aaron Jones is on the field. And take nothing away from Jamal Williams, for a backup running back, he, he's, he might be the best backup running back in the NFL. Uh, and he's certainly a starting caliber running back. He's not Aaron Jones. And, and when Aaron Jones is out there, it, it's, just, it, it's a dynamic dimension of this offense that doesn't exist without him. With that said, no running back. No running back is an all pro left tackle. And, and the Packers have to make both those decisions on, on a really dynamic running back and an all-pro left tackle, and, and David Bakhtiari, both of whom are, are going into the final year of their contract. And, oh, by the way, no running back really is, is the same as, as a premier cornerback, which is what Matt LaFleur has called Kevin King. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not as easy as just saying, well, you, you put the money on the offense and you, you go and replace a corner. You, you, you don't go and replace a premier cornerback. So, um, you know, it, it's – Aaron Jones' value to this team is immense because he changes the offense. Um, A running back's value in the NFL marketplace is something less than immense because that's just a position that's been devalued. Where Brian Gutekind falls and and settles on making that decision in terms of value is going to be really fascinating. I want to say something about what Brian Gudekins thinks, not just about Aaron Jones, but the running back position as a whole.
3: Great stuff as always, my friend. We appreciate it. and We will talk again soon, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Thanks, Ryan. There you go. Some good insight there as well. Ryan uh, Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, also PackersNews.com. Find him on Twitter, at Wood at ByRyanWood. Ryan Woody joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80 plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com. I, uh, during the break, during the top of the hour break, I uh, stepped outside for a couple of minutes. And uh, it is, you can feel it, the weather's changing. The cold air is starting to seep in, if it hasn't in your area already, in many of our uh, different affiliate stations, specifically to the western portion of the state. So you know it's coming, and as a matter of fact, I've got uh, a a roofer coming today to look at my skylights, and in addition to that, uh, you know that uh, the windows and doors that you have probably, if you know you've needed them replaced, you're going to start feeling it here in the next couple of days. And Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they've got superior products, sales consultants who really do take you into consideration for all shapes, sizes, budgets, everything. And in addition to that, they've got some really, really good quality. Uh, so just say yes. Look, many people that just check out Pella Windows and Doors in Wisconsin the very first time go, okay, this is for me. So if you were looking for the four different things that I always say go along with these things. One, beautification of your home. Two, the economical factor. Three, they add value to your home. And four, the probably most important for many of us, is security in our own home. So those things that you're looking for as you get them and you find out more and more about Pella Windows and Doors – uh, many of you have bought right right then and there and they want to say thanks so for those of you that get the the initial consultation and you go you know what this is for me they're going to give you an additional five percent same day offer savings right then and there that's on top of no money down no payments and no interest for two years you can tell it now as they say and pay later plus five percent bonus savings when you order at the initial consultation schedule that free free consultation at PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Or stop into the amazing Pella Experience Centers. They have one in Brookfield, Green Bay, and now they have a new one in Madison. And you can discover just how easy it can be to say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Packers offensive lineman, Lucas Patrick. That is next on the Bill Michael Show.
2: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
3: Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Don't forget about our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang do great work. Epoxy Flooring, Polyurea Coatings, they do it all different colors, different finishes, and they warranty it for life. And it's its – got to be honest, the first time we talked about having it done in my house, I was surprised at how reasonable it was. I was like, really? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, come on in now. How are we looking? I didn't realize it was uh, that inexpensive. So uh, and they they paint as well. So if you want to get the room that uh, you know that you're going to have the floor done in, you can get the room painted, and they can make that thing look like brand new. I mean, that's just awesome. Whether you're a homeowner, a business owner, we say like a showroom, or if you're talking about industrial, they can do it all. Call uh, our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right dot com uh Lucas Patrick of your Green Bay Packers uh, met with the media and talked about being a regular starter at the right guard position on that Packers offensive lineup
4: I mean it's huge uh there's uh, you know the old saying the more reps you get the uh, more things you see the better you get you can start you know building and stacking each game and each quarter and each series and get a feel for different two minutes get a feel for different four minutes goal line situations and just kind of pull all those together um in your head and kind of have them as a uh rolodex to go through while you're playing or remember certain teams that run similar schemes and and kind of know uh know what to what to expect or what uh what kind of trends of this league are
3: so, when the Packers signed him to that new contract last year, um, the question was posed to him, did he think that, you know, he had a shot at becoming – not just, you know, during injury, but be really becoming a starter on this offensive unit?
4: Um, I mean, my playtime is never uh, something I worry about. Uh, just try to approach each day the same, same mentality, um, same attitude I feel like I've had since I've been here and kind of let everything else take care of itself. Um, you know, I had, I had an offensive line coach my freshman year of college, Matt Luke, who um, he looked at me and said, if you're good enough to play, you'll play. So um, just try to approach each day the same and and let my practices or, or let my camps or let my games that I had played in before this season talk for themselves.
3: So, and I, I like that quote because it's, it's just, it's honest. It's, if you're good enough to play and you're good enough to be in there, you're going to be in there. I mean, everybody wants to put the best – you know, five on the field that, that they possibly can. So the question that becomes when you talk about being able to play and being able to be good at it, how have the Packers been able to avoid back-to-back losses under the Matt LaFleur coaching regime?
4: Um, I think one of the big things that Coach LaFleur is really good at is, and we've got a hang up in our locker room, is practice preparation equals game reality. Um, so each Monday, whether it's a win or a loss, we come in, get coached hard, you know, coach up our mistakes, um, then show up Wednesday and and flush everything and treat each Wednesday like a new week um if we if we handle our business you know out on the practice field um uh, with reps that you know we're limited to whether it's walk through full pads jog through whatever it is um if we take care of those then you know it should should translate to the game field so uh, I think that's just one thing that coach LaFleur is really good at and he preaches and he sticks to he d- he doesn't uh he doesn't waver much himself, and I think uh, I think that helps us, you know, rebound faster if we do uh, lose one on a Sunday.
3: So, when COVID hit, look, it's been a strange season. We just got done talking a little while ago to Chris Hook, the pitching coach for the Brewers, about a strange season that they had. Obviously, the off season for the NFL very strange. Then getting into, uh, you know, training camp without. Um, you know your your preseason games, no mini camps, no TAs. Uh, so, how did the pandemic either benefit or d- deter from a guy like Lucas Patrick?
4: You know, I, I don't know if many other players have said this, but I think the uh, the quarantine and COVID situation was a was a benefit for me. Um, the uh, the people I work out in Portland, Oregon at Apex, um, we were we were able to develop a great plan once we found out. Uh, we were going to be there the whole off season, and even the time I spent in my garage, we had a good plan. We could stick to it. We could stick to training cycles, and it was just it was nice to spend that much time in a weight room. Probably haven't spent that much time in a weight room since high school, where you make big jumps in your strength and your athleticism and speed. So, uh, really, just took advantage of for some people what could have been an opportunity to make it a opportunity. I guess uh, having to stay at home and. Really, the only thing you could do was work out.
3: And then, uh, this past Sunday, they had the little mini buy, if you will. So, how did he spend this past Sunday?
4: Had some time at home with my wife. We sat down, cooked some good food, and just uh, took in a took in a Sunday of football from the couch as a fan. And it was, it was. There's some good football on, uh, some exciting games, some good situations to learn from. Um, of course, you know some NFC teams played to our favor with some losses, but yeah, it was it was good to watch. Good to kind of just sit back and be a fan for a day
3: and then when you uh when you, when you ask lucas patrick about uh, you know his work ethic and such this is a guy that much like aaron Rodgers. now aaron Rodgers was drafted with a lot of fanfare where lucas patrick wasn't says uh, he's always tried to work hard even when he was uh whether he's a starter or that practice squad guy
4: i've tried to approach everything the same um as i did when i was on the practice squad i mean in 16 when i was here i treated every thursday like a game day um Now my game days are on Sunday, so that doesn't change my preparation or how I, you know, approach each week. Um, But, you know, there is there is some confidence you can play with when, you know, each week they're going to rely on you and um, your teammates are going to rely on you and I'm going to rely on my teammates just as much. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a good year, but just trying to approach it the exact same way.
3: So if he's going to be a scout from another NFC team and he's going to look at himself critically, what is he going to find uh, Find out about himself as far as Lucas Patrick, scouting Lucy, Lucas Patrick?
4: Yeah, I've had a few uh, coaches who instilled that in me uh, from high school. Had an offensive line coach, Jay Gore, um, really instill a toughness mentality. And then my offensive line coach in college, John Latina, um, he really talked about playing with a mentality and uh, making somebody quit. and. Um, one thing that stuck with me for the longest time, um, if I'm right, they have to be wrong. And, and part of that is effort and part of that is finish. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to play to the echo of the whistle. I mean, I never know when I'm going to get this opportunity again. You never know when uh, you're going to be a consistent starter again. So I'm going to leave uh, every, you know, not going to leave any stone unturned. Uh, going to finish each play and look back on the totality of my career and be uh, hopefully pretty uh, excited with it.
3: Look at the young guy. Look at a guy like John Runyon. Uh, how has he performed uh, at that right guard position when he's had to fill in this season?
4: I think John's done amazing. Step in and and knowing that role pretty intricately of, of standing on the sidelines for 30, 40, sometimes 50 plays and then having to go in and and play hard. Um, it can be tough. Your body's tight, but uh, John John comes in with a very – um quiet confidence. You know, he's he's played some big time ball. He's uh from Michigan and arguably played the toughest spot on the line at left tackle out there. And um credit to him because no moment's been too big for him. You can tell he's preparing, uh you can tell he's working hard. Um he works really hard in practice. So it's no surprise when he gets his chances. Uh he comes in and does well, plays hard, knows the system. Um really we haven't missed a beat when he's been in there, which is a uh, a credit to him and kind of how he's approached his rookie year because sometimes it can be overwhelming.
3: So there you go. That is Lucas Patrick. Hey, by the way, some breaking news. Shem Sharina uh, reporting that the NBA free agency period is going to start on November 20th at 6 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Central. Signings can then be on November 22nd. And for the 2020-21 season, the NBA salary cap going to be $109.140 million, and the tax level will be uh, $132.627 million. So there you go. So just some notes that coming up here in uh, just a couple of weeks, you're going to have 10 days, as a matter of fact. You're going to have uh, NBA free agency get underway and then a couple of days later you're going to start to hear about some of these signings and such so that's some breaking news by the way breaking news in the bill michael sports talk network brought to you by our good friends at mercedes-benz vans talking about making the most out of every mile there you go this portion of the program also brought to you by our friends at Sholsey Family Farms, uh, the Sholsey Family Farms beef, they've got all the fabulous meats to make your delicious cold-weather favorites as well, like the hearty soups and stews and chilies, and great for the weeknight dinners, or the big game. And make sure you go to their Facebook page. They've got some great recipe ideas like chili con carne and so much more. And uh, they've got pot dinners, uh, the Instapot dinners coming uh, all winter long and all season long, as a matter of fact, with their seasonings, you can get their recipes on Facebook. And you can order your your quality pasture-raised beef right now online. Simply go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. And with COVID cases rising, there's not a lot of people that want to go into the stores. So you can get it delivered to you in just a couple of days right there on your doorstep. Go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, com. Again, that's com. We frenzy next.
2: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Russ looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Redkamp. He's got it. Touchdown Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley. Dives over the pile. Stood up and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Went into the end zone. Touchdown, Zucker. Listen, he faked you. He faked, faked, faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey. Caffrey to the right, picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown, Carolina Second down, handoff Elliott, banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. Time now for the
3: frenzy. We start off the Falcons and the Broncos. Todd Gurley, a four-yard scamper. Here it is. Tied in
2: to the left, two receivers. They're going to hand the ball to Gurley. Todd left side, touchdown Atlanta. Ninth rushing score of the year for Gurley. comes with 9.05 to play in the ball game.
3: That made it 34-13, final 34-27, and Todd Gurley in the game, 19 carries, 53 yards, that touchdown right there, Matt Ryan, 25-35, 284 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, 112.1 quarterback rating, Julio Jones, five catches, 54 yards, and did dent the end zone, and we've got coming up, that was, by the way, on the uh, Falcons Radio Network, Bills and Seahawks, Josh Allen connects with Tyler Croft for the touchdown.
2: The snap. Fakes the handoff. Josh going to throw it. Looks into the end zone. Got a man open down in the back of the end zone and is caught. Touchdown. Touchdown, Buffalo. Tyler Croft open for the touchdown.
3: Tyler Croft uh, takes it in. That made it 14 to nothing. It ended up 44-34 in this one. 31 to 38, 415 yards and three touchdowns Josh Allen was. Meanwhile, Russell Wilson turned the ball over on two fumbles and turned the ball over twice via the air with a couple of picks. Not a great day at the office for Russell Wilson as they fall in the effort. That was the Bills Radio Network. You've also got the Titans and the Bears. Ryan Tannehill to A.J.
2: Brown. Here it is. Tannehill takes the snap. Looks. Fires deep downfield. Going for Brown. He caught it at the 10. At the 5. He stretched the ball. (laughs) Ah! Touchdown, Titans. A.J. Brown with play strength to spare. And the Titans... Have a 40-yard TD.
3: On the Titans Radio Network, 24-17, the final. Nobody woke the Bears up until the fourth quarter in which they put up their 17. Beyond that, their offense absolutely positively stunk. You got the Ravens and the Colts. Chuck Clark with a fumble recovery
2: and a scoop score. This is it to Jonathan Taylor, off-right tackle. He's got a hole across the 40-yard line. Still churning all the way down to the 36. Ball comes out. It's recovered by Chuck Clark along the their sideline. Colts, 40. Tripped up by man. Colonel Phillip Rivers, 20 ten five touchdown ravens chuck clark picks up the fumble that was forced by marcus peters and the defense puts the ravens right
3: back in the game that tied it up at seven apiece. it ended up ravens 24 to 10 on the ravens radio network philip rivers 25 of 43 227 yards didn't dent the end zone did throw a pick meanwhile lamar jackson 19 of 23, 170 yards, sacked a couple of times, but did get into the end zone on a running play, a nine-yard touchdown run, 13 carries, 58 yards in that contest. We continue on. We've got the Chiefs and the Panthers. Patrick Mahomes hooks up with his favorite target, Tariq Hill. They fake the jet sweep. They
2: throw it right side. Caught at the right front pylon. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, four touchdown passes. 101 in his career, the fastest in National Football League history, doing so in his 40th game to reach that benchmark, and the Chiefs with the PAT can go back up two scores.
3: Chiefs radio network, and the Chiefs ended up putting away the Carolina Panthers in a struggle, 33-31, Chiefs go to 8-1, Panthers go to 3-6 on the season. The Vikings, Dalvin Cook, another huge game.
2: First and 10 from the 30 handoff. Dalvin shakes. Attack. at the 25. And the race is on. And it's loose. Touchdown. 70-yard touchdown this time by the best in the business, baby. Dalvin Cook. It's 33-13 Vikings. Vikings go
3: on to win 34-20. That is Paul Allen on the Vikings Radio Network. 22 carries, 206 yards. 206 yards uh, on the ground. 46 yards on a couple of carries or a couple of catches through the air. Two touchdowns rushing for Dalvin Cook. Just a monster, monster performance as they knock off the Detroit Lions. By the way, the Lions lose Matthew Stafford in the fourth quarter in that contest due to a concussion. Vikings go to three and five. Lions also now at 3 and 5 on the season. The Giants and uh Washington football team Daniel Jones day Evan Ingram for the touchdown. Jones back looks
2: right. throws end zone so, touchdown
3: Giants. Evan Ingram. He ran him up the seam and that time Ingram held on and the lead is now 19 to 3 with the extra point pending. How about that? 23-20. The Giants get their second one of the season. Giants go to 2 and 7 on the Giants Radio Network. Wisconsin Aries Wisconsin. Washington football team with the Giant W go to 2 and 6, taking the loss. So we continue on. The Texans and the Jaguars. Could have been a Packer instead. Will Fuller he makes the play for the
2: Texans. Here's the snap. Here's the throw to Fuller. And he's got it at the 50. Fuller on the run. 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Will Fuller. 77 yard TD pass to Will.
3: That is on the Texans Radio Network. That made it 27-16 at the time. Will Fuller with a 77-yard touchdown reception right there. Deshaun Watson, 19-32, 281 yards, the longest being that one right there. And Will Fuller, 100 yards and five catches on the day. And he did dent the end zone, as you heard. Eight, uh, let's see here. We've got to the Raiders and the Chargers. Derek Carr, by the way, hits Darren Waller for the score.
2: Second down and goal. Carr will go back into the gun with Jacobs alongside to the left. It's a tight formation. Carr is going to throw. Looks, fires high. Caught in the back of the end zone by Waller for a touchdown. Jackpot, baby. Touchdown,
3: Vegas. Brent Musburger on the radio's ra- uh, Raiders radio network. Raiders get the win, 31-26, very quietly. They are 5-3 on the season. Nobody's really talking about the Raiders. Uh, not quite sure what to make of them just yet, but uh, they're not a bad team. 2-6, and six, the Chargers fall to. Justin Herbert having a hell of a season. It's just in a pretty much a losing cause. Steelers and Cowboys, Big Ben goes down with a knee injury, comes back, finds Eric Ebron for the go-ahead score.
1: Ben back there by himself, wide side to the left. He throws it to the left. That's Eric Ebron over a man into the end zone. He was Dumbo the flying elephant. Went airborne, went over a tackler, and scored from
3: eight yards out. Dumbo the elephant from the eight-yard pass made it 24-19 with the PAT on the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network, and that's the way it ended. Uh, Mike McCarthy's guys go down yet again. Meanwhile, Ben Roethlisberger, 29-42, 306 yards, three touchdowns in that contest as well. Not a huge rushing day, only 46 yards rushing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but Big Ben did most of the work, and they walk away with a victory. Steelers remain undefeated, 8-0 on the season. Cowboys sitting at 2-7 right now. The Dolphins and the Cardinals. Tua continues to make strides as a rookie. He connects with Preston Williams. Back to throw Tua, looking, flips it over, wide open. Preston Williams, touchdown. He got in. He catches it underneath, and... Preston's so athletic he just jumped right over the top got into the end zone oh, what a game he's having on the dolphins radio network 34 31 the final the dolphins get the best of Kyler Murray and company Kyler Murray runs 11 times for 106 yards throws for 283 three scores ran for a touchdown he just he did it damn near everything just couldn't stop what Tua and company had going on 28 of tw- or 20 of 28 248 yards a couple of touchdowns for Tua Tagaloa and uh, he ends up running the ball seven times 35 yards on the day as well and uh, then you've got also the Saints and the Buccaneers now Drew Brees he made this thing look simple and easy
2: Brees drops back to throw looking over the middle hit as he throws delivers touchdown Emmanuel Sanders welcome back to the lineup Emmanuel Sanders and right on the goal line Reaches it across. Breeze hit as he throws by Sue, but gets enough on it. And the Saints take a
3: 20 to nothing lead here in the first half. How about that? 38 to 3, the final. The Saints uh, radio network giving it to you. Saints go to 6 and 2. And they've now beaten the Buccaneers twice. And that defense just could not get to the quick release of Drew Breeze. 6 and 3, the Buccaneers fall to the worst defeat in Tom Brady's career. And then last night's contest, Nick Folk. Hits the game winner from 50, uh, fifty-one yards out. in the staggered stands, waits. The snap delivers. The placement, swing, swing of the right leg, kick is driven yeah. to the
2: uprights, right down the middle. It's good, and the Patriots win it. Nick Folk converts the game winner as time
3: expires on a thirty-to-twenty-seven victory. That's the way it ended on the Patriots radio network. Twenty-seven to thirty-five. Cam Newton, two hundred and seventy-four yards. Did not dent the end zone. He did uh, rush for a couple of touchdowns, though, when he got uh, 10 carries for 16 yards, the 5-yard being the longest. But he did get in twice there. Burkhead gets in running the football as well. Joe Flacco, 18 of 25. How far has Joe Flacco fallen? 18 of 25, 262 yards, 3 touchdowns and a pick. Just not able to do much with that uh, Jets team that uh, has, has yet to find the win column. 0-9, the Jets are, 3-5, and 5, the Patriots. And that... Is your frenzy? There you have it, on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Glad to have it all on board. When we come back, ah, oh, not again, not again, not again. And you got to be shaking your head if you're just south of the border and you're a particular fan of this team. Not again. It's happened. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn Auto—they want to buy your car, they want to sell you a car, new car, used car, finance a car. Do it all online. Go to vanhornauto.com. That is vanhornauto.com, and uh, they have got many different makes, many different models, foreigns, imports, uh, whatever it happens to be, domestic, They've got numerous dealerships in the state of Wisconsin and now over in Iowa as well. They continue to grow, get bigger, better than ever, whether it's the truck center up there in Plymouth or many of their different dealerships all throughout the state. They've got a way to help you, even financing your service if you need to uh, get your car fixed but just don't have the funds to do it right here, right now. Check out our friends at vanhornauto.com. That is vanhornauto.com. Stay tuned. I can't believe he did it again. I wonder if there's going to be video and audio of this thing. I have to wait and see. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Coming up next on the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
2: 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. A green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin, Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
1: When the Green Bay Packers host the Jacksonville Jaguars this Sunday, they'll be facing a rookie quarterback. Gardner Minshew is out with a fractured right thumb, so Jaguars head coach Doug Marone says he's going with Jake Luton, who nearly led the team to a win over the Texans on Saturday. Sunday.
4: I was impressed with a lot of things, you know, just the plays in and out, no delay games. You know, I thought he made some really nice throws. I thought there was something that obviously you're going to want to have back, you know, when you're first time starting. And you know, you're down by a score and a two-point conversion and lead your team down the field, potentially you know, tie the game with a two-point conversion.
2: I think, you know, that, that's a, that's another check mark. The Packers
1: held a walkthrough practice outdoors yesterday. Running back Jamal Williams and linebacker Kamal Martin are back off the COVID reserve list. But Matt LaFleur says the pandemic, which has hit a half dozen other NFL teams, continues to be a major daily focus.
3: We're in a pandemic. I think you see it all across the league. I think it's a good reminder for our football team. We've got a record number cases, especially per capita. I think everybody, our players, people in our community need to do their part and make sure that they're being as careful as possible. It definitely is a benefit when people mask up and and
1: keep their distance from one another until those numbers come down. I don't foresee anybody coming back in the stadium. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show.
3: A-B-C-P-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-I-Z-M-N-O-P-
1: The Q, R, S, T, U, V, uh, V, V, Z, T, U, V, X, Y, X, Z. There's a difference between being asleep at the wheel and passed out the wheel.
3: Ah, it's happened again. Tony, Tony, Tony. He uh, is charged with DUI stemming from a February arrest. Tony LaRusse just introduced as the White Sox new manager. Charged with DUI after he allegedly ran his car into a curb, up on a curb back in February. Left it smoking on the side of a Phoenix area road. Uh, it is the second known drunk driving arrest for Tony La Russa. As if the rest of them aren't known,
1: you know how close Just that second. is to your face and your hand.
3: It is 76 years old, long regarded as one of the uh, one of the better managers in baseball. But on February 24th at 11:40 p.m., a peace officer responded to a call and found La Russa standing alongside his SUV. And he uh, told the officer who had detected a light odor of alcohol. That he had been at a dinner with friends from the LA Angels, for whom he was working as a special advisor, Larusa was stopped near the Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport and told the officer that he had hit something and he had a tire blowout. Uh, he, uh, you know, went through the field sobriety test. He was taken into custody. The affidavit says the police officer described him as argumentative. There's a difference between being asleep at the wheel and passed out the wheel. Uh, argumentative. Go figure. Uh, LaRusa refused to submit to a breathalyzer uh, or provide a sample of his blood or urine tests. Uh, according to the affidavit, the officer obtained a search warrant to take two tubes of LaRussa's blood. Now this is after a while, and it ended up uh, coming back uh, just over the legal limit, but nevertheless, uh, Maricopa County Justice Court shows that the, the case was filed on October 28th one day before LaRusa was officially hired by the White Sox. And notes that Larusa was cited for driving under the influence, and he ended up getting a .08, which is kind of a misdemeanor. It's not terrible. It's not like he's just hammered, uh, but nevertheless, Tony La Russa just gets the job for the White Sox, and then this surfaces. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony! You know how close that is to your face and your hand. Tony's got some money, man. Why can't Tony hire himself a uh, a uh, you know a, a driver,
1: a chauffeur, you know? something? I, I tell you what,
3: a, I just take them around.
1: Arizona does not mess around when it comes to no, drinking they and driving. <laughs> they no, they do not. not mess around. Nope,
3: that's one area you do not want
1: to be busted. And he might be serving. He might have to serve jail time too. It said in uh, that
3: report. Did it? Okay, because I and know there's that the a point chance. 0.8 is a is a misdemeanor, I guess, is the way they're describing it. So I don't know if he's going to. But nevertheless, it's like this is again. Come on, Tony. The other one was down in Florida. His last one for those who were asking. So.
1: But they're anyway. throwing the ball right in here, and that's why all these idiots up there—not careful. all the hey, fans uh, are yelling and yelling. Yeah,
3: yeah, they're all yelling, yelling and yelling right there, yelling and yelling. By the way, Brian Baldinger, uh, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Uh, Driver Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. Brian Baldinger coming up, talking some NFL
2: next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word.
1: Even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: It's over here. After investing billions
1: to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network.
2: Plus, right now you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to eight hundred dollars. See how
1: you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at TMobile.com/slash Across America.